You are listening to the WW Phil Podcast, your guide to feel good. Phil is an everyday guy who wanted to feel good. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Now let's join our host, Phil, for today's conversation about wellness and feeling good. Hey, family, it's time for another episode. I'm super excited for y'all to be here, and I know you are going to love my guest tonight, Miss Stephanie. Yes, our meal prep queen is in the house. So excited to have had this conversation. It did get cut short a little bit. The recording was a little bit messed up. But anyway, this is the best of it, and I'm excited to share with you. So let's talk to Miss Stephanie. Hopefully everybody can hear. I got the confirmation that it was glitchy, and people are saying, no, it's happening again. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, I have a good internet signal, and you have a good internet signal, so maybe it will clear itself up after a little bit. So we'll just go ahead and do this. Uh, for anything, I'm getting a good recording. I will be able to record this recording for me, and hopefully that will work. Uh, anyway. Okay. So back to the thing, I will say that uh, I always uh, skip the whole run through. We know what's going on. So I just want to know, you know, to start off, where you were at, you can start talking about after having your second kid, and we'll go from there. Yes. After having my second, yeah, people are saying still not good. Uh, um, after my second child is when um, I just wanted to drop the baby weight. It wasn't coming off, so I finally um, decided I needed to do something different from what I was doing, which was just eating the way I always had. And Kristen, Zero Points for Mangoes, told me to um, sign up for WW. So we've been friends for a long time, and she's been a lifetime member for years. So um so i joined and i just joined more on like a whim of i was like i'm just gonna join i'm gonna drop the weight and then i'll go back to my regular way of eating i thought of it as more of a diet at that point um but i got to my goal weight and i kept going and i really liked the way i was feeling on the plan and how i was eating um so i just kept up with it so that was october of 2017. buffering buffering yeah i don't <laughs> I've I've never seen this happen before. I don't. I mean, it's like it is not messing up for me. I don't know. What I know. So anyway, we'll just have a conversation, and if something happens to the recording, I guess we'll just live with it. Sounds <laughs> good. Anyway, uh, so okay, so when you after you got to the point to where you realize I need to do something, mm -hmm. and was this your first time ever doing WW? Yeah. My oh, first wow. time ever. Yep. I had never done it. I've never done anything like that before. I never had a weight issue. Yeah. Uh, I always ate what I thought was pretty healthy and well balanced. Um, but after you have kids, things change. You know, your body yeah. changes. And, you know, some people say, like, oh, this is just my body now. Um, I did that after my first. Like, I was still up a good, like, 10 pounds from what was my normal. And I just thought, like, I'm a mom now. This is how my body is. And I was, like, okay with that. And then after my second, I was up another 10 pounds or so, and I was like, I, I am not happy with how I look, so I wanted to do something. Um, so that's really when I joined. Hmm, okay, excellent. So, all right, so I know that you are a person that, like, you love to, like, wear black and, and all that <laughs> stuff, like me. Yeah. I don't know, that's kind of an odd thing to, to say or whatever, but, like, your personality was was joining WW for you, was that an easy thing to do? It made sense. I know obviously you've used Kristen as an example of, mm -hmm. you know, someone to follow, but like, was that something that just made sense to you or you were like, you didn't know or you were I desperate? Well, I had my um, preconceptions, I guess, about WW. Like, 
you know, I think a lot of people have in their mind what they think it is. So I was yeah. like, like I said, I'll, I'll join it. I looked at it as a diet. I figured I'll use it for a few weeks to get some pounds off and then I won't need it anymore. Um, so yeah, I definitely had like a thought in my head of what it was. And then when I started doing it, it just mm -hmm. really opened my eyes to how I was eating. So I just feel like it teaches you how to eat better, um, which is something I never expected when I joined. Um, like I said, I expected it was going to be like this restrictive, like I'll eat grilled chicken and steamed broccoli for lunch every day. And, you know, yeah. like in my head, I thought I knew what I needed to do. But then the eye opening thing was my first day on. I remember I joined like midday, like lunchtime. So Kristen was like, just track what you eat for the morning for breakfast. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. And it was, um, I guess beyond the scale at that point, like regular smart points. So I tracked my, had cereal with milk and I had my coffee with like my regular coffee meat. And I was at like 17 points just for breakfast. And I was of like 23. Yeah. Yeah. Out of 30 at the time. Oh, so 30, I like, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I texted Kristen. I'm like, I can't do this. I was like, there's no way I could do this. I'm already at 17 points. How am I going to go the rest of the day? She's like, just keep tracking. Um, so I kept tracking my day. And I remember like after lunch, I was like, I'm starving because of course, to make up for my breakfast, I had like, nothing for lunch like mm -hmm. i just wasn't doing it right so but then after like a week or so you kind of get into the groove and you realize all right i need to find something different for my coffee you know and you start making yeah. substitutions and before you know it it's like second nature so um i definitely had like a rocky start i would say in the beginning yeah that i mean it totally makes sense um the, one of the things i think for a lot of people joining WWE, especially, I mean, like the, the time that I joined, I joined the first time ever, 2015, did it for like two months, stopped, two years, came back, and no mindset at all. No, That wasn't even a concept, nothing even mm -hmm. from WWE really. And then when I started in November of 2017, one month after you, um, I, I didn't even think about mindset at all, really, for the first deal. All I knew is track and show up at the meetings. And if I did that, I'll start to lose weight. And I did, and it was successful. And then I really started to think about what I was doing, probably in January, like two and a half months or so in. Like, I started really assessing some of those things and realizing, because I was tracking, and I did have plenty of points, because I was a dude coming in at 396. I had plenty of points. So, uh, But that's that's the thing that I think a lot of people that are new don't realize of how small we actually need to move the needle. You know, I mean, like there are people that probably are eat way, way overeating, but when you get it back into that healthy eating range, just moving it just a little bit, like just changing your coffee enough can like bring you back into that range to where your body is like making the choice to save or store or use and expend. Right. Yeah, totally. It was that, it was, you know, I was, I was eating yogurt for breakfast. Some of the yogurts out there, you think yogurt is, you know, quote unquote healthy or low fat, and then you start scanning and you're like, <laughs> you know, eight points for a little yogurt when it doesn't even fill you. So um, as time went on, it's just about using your points more wisely, I guess how yeah. you want to. But yeah, I agree with just the small changes, like changing what I do with my coffee. I could have the most, I don't like saying off track, but I could have the most crazy week, like a holiday week, Christmas through New Year's, eating everything, you know, that's totally out of my normal um, routine. Yeah. But just the fact that my coffee every morning is my new like my nut pods or whatever that for itself you're saving so many points a day like yeah you've changed your lifestyle even by that much so oh yeah it's i mean it, it can be simple simple stuff and for me one of the one of the real biggest ways that i move the needle and what i mean by move the needle is like taking 
food and moving food into a category where I have assessed whether or not it's worth it. I said that it wasn't. I want to refill that gap. And I was typically getting like a couple of McDonald's breakfast burritos a lot of mornings during the week. And now I just make these little omelets that one of them is zero and two of them is one. Right. And like wrap it in right. a pita and I'm spending two points for what I used to spend 18 for. Right. And I get about the same thing. Uh, so that, you know, that's all mindset because you just you decide that it's worth doing the time and the effort to do that. So right. it's all cool. So you've kind of become like a quasi foodie, I'm guessing. Were, were you in any way like a, a care about food that much oh, prior? Yeah. yeah, always. You've always done that? Okay. Um, I always have been obsessed with cooking and food. I'm a big Food Network fan um, okay. for as long as I can remember. I mean, I always cook dinner at home. Um, I just never measured anything, you know, like something as simple as olive oil. That's another thing, like just changing the behavior. Mm-hmm. I used to cook all the time, but it was just like drizzling the olive oil and not really measuring it. And then you realize when you join WW and a tablespoon of olive oil is four points, um, I barely even use it anymore. And if I do, I yeah. use like a teaspoon and it's more than enough. Um, but anyway, yeah, I've always been into food, um, even like as a young kid, like when I would come home from school, I would play around in the kitchen. So it's always been a thing of mine. And joining WW just kind of like grew my, I guess, interest in food because I like experimenting and seeing what I can create, like my favorite meals. Like I made a Big Mac the other night just because yeah. I was like, it sounds like it'll be fun. Like what can I do to make it low point? Um, so I really, that's kind of helped blossom, I guess you could say, my um, passion for food as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the thing you were talking about even super recently, uh, the aspect of actually making and preparing plates in the kitchen, not at the table, and allowing the family style to kind of end. Like that that style of eating as a group mm-hmm. tends to lead towards overeating. Yeah, totally. So that was that's like one of the biggest changes for sure. I used to not even use like serving platters, like on a daily basis, I would just bring the, like if I made rice, bring the pot of rice to the table and just kind of like, we all, you know, made our plates or whatever. And I would always like play around with my protein, not really eat it and just keep going into that rice with a spoon or like the mashed potatoes or the whatever it was, you know? So now it's just like second nature. I just make my plate and make one for my husband. I make my kids plates, bring it to the table. And of course, if we want more, it's over there on the stove, but it's not, it's just a different setup, you know? Yeah. So how, how do you feel like, you know, if you were, if you were you, the, the way you felt about yourself, maybe you like six months or so, like, or, or maybe six months before you even got pregnant with the kid, like, mm-hmm. like what, what, what about this stage in your life and like seeing other people on WW, like really was that thing that pushed you over the top? Because I mean, surely with a long history of not having a weight problem, you could have kind of just toughed it out. Maybe like right. what happened? Like what what for you was that thing that said, no, this is what I've got to do? I remember, so I was probably, I think I was six weeks postpartum when I joined for the first time. And I remember like I would weigh myself every few days, you know, like as when you have first have a baby, you do drop like a decent amount of weight, like after yeah. the hospital. And then I remember one day, like the scale went up and I was mm. like, Okay, like, all right, now I got to change something because I really don't want to go up from here. Um, It was like I was sitting at a number that I've never been in my entire life. I would say it was a good like 
25 to 30 pounds higher than like my wedding weight to use as like a benchmark. Mm. Um, and I just wasn't comfortable with that. So um, that was really like, I guess the, that was the, my husband just took my phone charge. <laughs> He's like, do you need this? Um, that was probably the like jumping point for everything. Um, after I started tracking and losing weight, like my first week, I think I lost like three pounds. And then the next week I lost like two pounds. And I was like, oh my God, this is working. Like, and after that, I kind of got the mojo going and I was like, I can really do this. Like, this is livable. I'm enjoying yeah. it. You know, I'm eating great food, whatever. So, um, and then I remember like, I would say before I started and I was taking pictures with the kids or something like a selfie. Yeah. I nine out of 10 of them. I was like, nope, nope. Or like filter, like, you know, crop this part off just to like make myself like look a certain way. Mm -hmm. I haven't done that in so long. Like I take a picture, I pose for a picture and I'm not like, let me see what it looks like. You know, yeah. I just feel more confident. Um, I can go into my, my closet and know that everything in there is going to fit me. You yeah. know, it's not, I don't have that. Um, you know, before a big event, like, oh, what am I going to wear? And do I need to wear like all sorts of like things to kind of hide or whatever. So that's been like, that ultimately became my why I would say after I, mm -hmm. after I lost that superficial fitting into a dress for my daughter's christening, my why kind of shifted to like, just loving the way I'm feeling now. Yeah. Yeah. So what was that something that you, I don't want to say you lost it or you gained it back quickly. Uh, in the aspect of, I mean, because you, you kind of said that, you know, in between the first kid and the second kid, there was not a lot of unhealthy thinking, or maybe there was in the aspect of, for one, you just hadn't done the mental work to see how you were really seeing yourself. Like, do you feel like the WW has allowed you to like, take the time and mentally see how I do see myself and how I yeah. should look? Yeah. So yeah. What, what has it meant to like, actually love who you are and like, be proud oh. of that? It's awesome because I think it's very hard. Like you become a mom and it's very easy to put yourself like low on the totem pole, especially mm -hmm. like the first time you become a mom and it's like, everything is so brand new. It's very overwhelming. Um, you feel like you don't have time for anything. Yeah. Um, so then I would say becoming a, <laughs> what's better? Becoming a, a mom for the second time. I feel like you're a little bit more, um, experienced in that department so there is more room for you to make room for yourself because you kind yeah. of know what you're doing a little bit more so that's really i think the time that i joined and i was a second time mom i was like all right i already know what i'm doing in the mom department it's time to focus on me yeah. um, and it's really honestly been the best thing because i'm you know other moms out there can relate if especially me i'm home a lot with my kids i only work two days a week so i'm home the other days with them um I'm kind of stuck in the house with the kids, especially when they're like napping. I have very young kids. So for me, this WW thing has been something I can actually work on with myself while I'm home with them, you know, like yeah. whether it's my meal prep or whatever, it's just something I can do for myself. Um, like a form of self-care, I always say. Yeah. A form of self-care is WW. You know, that's how I take care of myself. Maybe, maybe I'm not getting manicures and pedicures all the time anymore like I used to, but I'm doing this. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's great. And it, yeah. The truth is you just find the thing that works for you and until that doesn't and then you try it and you get a different one you just mm -hmm. continue on doing it that's awesome it's it's so uh i would think unique uh you know because i've had kristen on before with me and you know she had uh baby brock and then she has the new guy and uh callan and 
so it's interesting how y'all's lives are so connected in the aspect mm -hmm. of like she was kind of the inspiration done it and then now you did it. you've got yep. two now she's got two and right. uh she's she's back on that same spot where you were a couple of years ago of, mm -hmm. of getting rid of that so it's uh it's great to have this community and that's hey i want to jump in here for just a second and take a pause and we'll hear from one of our sponsors thank you for joining us we'll be right back now a message from our partners hey family have you heard about my friend katie WW Journey of Me, yeah, after years of struggling with her weight, she fell in love with being on the yoga mat. So now Katie has over 200 free beginner yoga videos for all body types, from gentle chair yoga to her newest series, which is called Yoga Aerobics, for a little more high intensity practice with some aerobic conditioning. You know, Katie believes that yoga doesn't have to be intimidating or hard. You don't even have to be flexible or have great balance to get started. Katie's yoga experience is laid back. It almost feels like practicing together in a living room with, with kids and pets. So look up my friend Katie. You can find her on Instagram at, at @wwjourneyofme or on YouTube, Yoga Journey of Me. Now back to our host, WW Phil. We have a very similar time frame. Like you started in October of seventeen. I started in November of seventeen. Uh, we both started our Instagrams in January of nineteen. Uh, I don't, I don't know. You may have a personal Instagram or whatever as well, but we both started them in the same, like within like two days of each other. And then of course you have way more followers than me. You've grown <laughs> your way more. But we both became ambassadors in September. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting to, to get to walk this journey alongside of you. And there's a few others that are very similar as well, but I just wondering like what that first year was for you. Like me, I lost a hundred pounds and I didn't work out one time, you mm -hmm. know, uh, and then in Jan December of 18, I uh, started to start working out and I worked out for the whole year of 2019 and that kind of stuff. But what was it for you that first year that led to, I need to now start telling this story when you came into 2019, like what, what was that change in you? Okay. So it's funny. So I, I got to my goal weight and I maintained and, all that just on my personal Instagram. I never really posted anything, but I would put in my story sometimes like meal prep Monday and, you know, show a picture of what I was making. Um, and I would do that just because I was like proud of what I was doing. But at the same time, my audience was my, you know, 150 family and close friends that, you know, maybe two of them were on WW. Like, yeah. So I was, I was kind of just posting it for myself for accountability. And Kristen had started her page and she's like, start one. And I'm like, no, you know, it's not for me, whatever. Um, finally I got the guts to start one and I actually had it for a day and I deleted it. Oh, so I still have that like, um, handle. It's like in my options when I go to sign into Instagram, but it's like yeah. deactivated. I had it for like a day and I deactivated it because I just got like cold feet kind of, okay. I, like, I don't know if I want myself out there. Then finally I started this one. Um, really I wanted to, to share my ideas with everyone. Like I, I was following on my personal account, all of the ambassadors um, for, you know, my whole journey. Um, and I just got so many ideas from them. And I was like, I want to share mine too, you know, and yeah. I want to be part of this. So I joined and it was the best thing I ever did because I just, I love it. There's so many things about it that I love and becoming an ambassador was like icing on the cake. Like I never yeah. in a million years would ever think that I was going to be an ambassador. So, um, and it's just opened so many doors, like, opportunities and it's awesome so i'm so glad i did it but i really started it for to kind of share my ideas with other people because i felt i had gotten so many ideas from other people i wanted to like just be part of it and now it's really an accountability thing too because i like set this precedent for my meal prep saturday every week 7 30 yeah. my meal prep saturday and i'm like 
I can't skip a week. Like people are going to be like, you didn't do your meal prep this week. So now yeah. it's like my accountability too. Yeah. And you, you might have to record one on Thursday so you can post it on Saturday. <laughs> right. I'm like, Oh my God, I have an event on Saturday. What am I going to do? No. Um, yeah. but which is awesome. Honestly, that's like the best thing ever. Cause really, if I didn't have this page, there's definitely Saturdays where I'm like, I don't want to do this, you know? Yeah. But it's really, it keeps me going. So, yeah. I mean, I think, I think once we get into a groove, build a healthy habit of doing that kind of stuff, there will always be opportunities to not do it. And you get to make that choice. Uh, sometimes I say it's the, that choice where you're navigating between shame and shame and regret, because like one, if you don't do it and you wanted to do it, you regret not doing it. If you did it and you consumed it, you did too much or whatever, then you walk out of it with shame. Uh, that could be food, that could be relationships, conversation or whatever, you know, being present and, and living in that moment. You know, like I, that's one of the things about uh, doing these Thursday Night Lives. I've done one every Thursday since I started doing them one every week, except for one Thursday, and I skipped that Thursday. Uh, we did not have a live that Thursday, and it's because I went to see Hamilton on oh, a Broadway show. Well, so, I mean, that was worth it. You know? Right. You know, so uh, I think we all have things like that in our lives. And, and on a grand scheme, it could be something like uh, uh, Hamilton or Wicked or whatever, those right. great things that you get to do. But on the small side, it could also be that moment that you're standing in front of the cupboard and you're thinking about grabbing something else that you don't need. It's right. that level of assessment into your life. So I'm just wondering like how, how you would kind of describe the food aspect for you. Like you've always said that you were a foodie and you've changed some things, but like what is food like meant to you prior to WW and now that you're on this side of it, like have you been able to move it to more of food as more of a tool rather than just like a medicine? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, um, for instance, I, I view food now as a way to fuel my body. And like when I'm yeah. choosing the lunch that I'm going to meal prep for the week, I look at my week that I had prior and I'm like, what did I have for lunch? Did it satisfy me? Was I hungry in the afternoon? Did I feel good eating it? And if not, then I change something up. So I always like to now I'm very like protein driven. So yeah. I don't know if you see sometimes like the recipes I post if it's supposed to serve four people, I like double it and make it serve six. Like I always up the protein. Um, I'm on green, so I have to count all the protein anyway. Yeah. But um, I'm very protein driven. I want to feel full, um, eat, especially in like in the morning. I used to, before being on WW, I used to eat a lot of sugar in the morning. And mm. by like 10 o'clock, I would feel like I was getting shaky. Like I was in yeah. a um, I haven't felt that way since being on WW. And I know it's because I've been eating more protein in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I like feeling like that. And so yeah. I'm very in tune with that. Um, so that's what I kind of base my meals around. And what I do is I keep my points, I split them in half basically, and I limit myself breakfast and lunch. I cap at a certain number of points so that my dinner, I can kind of just eat quote unquote regular food with my husband and my family. So the burgers, yeah. the steak, the potatoes, mm -hmm. just regular home cooked meals that I always used to make. Um, so that's been key for me because that's what makes it um, sustainable for my family. So like my husband doesn't eat ground turkey or ground chicken. He thinks it's gross. So that's what yeah. I make myself for lunch. And for dinner, I'm giving uh, you know him the beef and whatever, and we're eating that kind of thing. So um, yeah, as far as food, I definitely have changed my opinion on what purpose food serves now. Mm -hmm. um, especially during the daytime, my breakfast and lunch, it's to feel my body. I don't want to feel like I'm sluggish after lunch and I need to take a nap. I have so much energy now and I know it's because of my food. So um, that's been a huge game changer for me.
Yeah, so you really don't do a lot of like food hacks in the dinner portion when you're preparing for the family, but in right. like breakfast and lunch, you really, that's where you fine tune it to make it work. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. like breakfast and lunch, you know, lunch I'm going to do maybe cauliflower rice. I would never give that to my husband. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, certain things like that. I eat everything. I'm not a picky yeah. eater at all. I eat everything yeah. under the sun. So I really try to change things up a lot um, for lunch and that's why every week I try to do a different lunch, something, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. I kind of play mm -hmm. with it. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Now, have you started a website? I have. I purchased the domain for a website. Um, okay. And I, I have, don't know the first thing about websites. Like Instagram, I can kind of navigate and I find it so easy to post a recipe in the caption um, and put the picture up and be done with it. This blog yeah. thing is like over my head. So I kind of, I purchased the domain and it's sitting there in the stratosphere somewhere. Um, I, I do want to do it just because I get so many messages like, I can't find your recipe for blah, blah, blah. And I know it's hard to find. You have to scroll yeah. through my feed and look for a picture. So I know it is annoying. Um, yeah. So I am, that's like my long-term goal is to get that up and going. We'll yeah, <laughs> I, my, all of mine is, which... The interesting thing is like Instagram actually like allows you to connect to Tumblr. So I have a Tumblr one. So most of it I just throw over there. And if you go over there and look at it, it's so disorganized. Like it's just, it's posted like Instagram, but they're all there and you can go to a website and see them. But uh, yeah, I don't even know that you could ever suck all that off there and get it on an actual website. But for one, my approach, unlike yours, is I'm not a food creator at all. Like, I I don't know that I've maybe like one or two foods I've actually created from scratch. But everything else is about sharing other people's recipes, sharing your recipes and other, you know, dub dubbers and that kind of stuff. Um, so that's one thing I'm always curious about for someone who is a creator. Like, where where did that passion come from? And like, how do you see that fruit? Like, you know, more than just kitchen curiosity like is mm -hmm. there something that was kind of born into you that come from your mom or you know what you know yeah i mean i come from um a family of you know good cooks and people that enjoy yeah. cooking my mom's very creative she's a really good baker baking is not like my forte i'd rather cook um i don't know sometimes like i don't know where the ideas come from um i know on thursdays that's when i do my meal plan and i figure mm -hmm. out what i'm going to make for the week and like this week, especially, I had a lot going on. Like we had um, a death in the family, which was horrible this week. And all of a sudden it's Thursday and I'm like, Ugh, I didn't even think about my meal plan for the week. And I kind of felt like crunch time, come up with something. Um, so this week's lunches aren't that creative, but there are weeks where I'm like, I'm trying to think of what I made actually the other, oh, that I made the other night um, chicken with like melted cheese and bacon and some sort of drizzle. That was like purely looking in my fridge. I had like half a package of bacon I wanted to use up before it like went bad. Um, I had chicken breast. I had like half a block of cheddar cheese and I kind of just like put it together. Yeah. A lot of it comes from that. Um, some of it comes from trying to recreate things that are more high point um, and make them low point. But I don't <laughs> I wish I could say where it comes from. But sometimes I'm like, that would be a good idea. And I just kind of go with it. Um, yeah. So. I, you know, I don't. I don't know. The creative creativity has to come from anywhere. I think one one of the best parts about creativity is just listening to it. Like if you think it, try to do it. You know, like it's the same thing with with climbing a mountain. Like I think I can climb up this mountain and hold on to that rock and that rock, and that's how we invented rock climbing. It's like we tried it.
right. uh, you know, so it's it that's one great thing. Uh, it's I'm a musician, so when I think or hear something, I'm like, can I create that with this sound or this finger right. or whatever? You know, I think we have to allow that to come back into our lives because uh, a lot of food that we consume when we're not on WW playing comes from other people's creativity. And, and I'm talking about Chick-fil-A or McDonald's or right. Whoppers or wherever you're going mm -hmm. to get this food. You're just relying on somebody else to do all the work where the biggest change that I always say in WW success is not in food. The biggest change is how you think about food. Right. You know, that's all, it's all mindset because I can truly go to Chick-fil-A and I can make it work or I can go to Chick-fil-A and I can spend 37 points really right. quick. Which one do I want? That's yep. all mindset. That's not food. That's mindset. Yep. So I uh, get over sometimes like I, I, the other night we went to friendlies with the kids and I, before I went, I went in the app and there was not one option that was under, I think it was like 16 points. And I'm like, I mean, nothing, the yeah. salad, everything was, and I'm, that's why I just create so much stuff at home because I'm like, I can make a cob salad at home for like mm -hmm. six points, you know, and it's like yeah. 20 something points or whatever it is. So I can't get over that mental aspect sometimes. And for me, that's why I cook so much at home. Um, besides the fact that we have such young kids, we don't go out all the time, yeah. but the mental aspects of like you said with the, um, the breakfast sandwich from McDonald's, like if I can make one for two points at home, why? Why? Yeah. I, you know? Yeah. And the Lord knows I don't need to eat three of them, but if I could eat right. three for six, that's still saving me like 13 mm -hmm. points. I could do a lot with that in the rest of the day. Right. Uh, and that, you know, that's kind of one of the things like I realized early, early on my, early on my journey, uh, I was waking up, uh, and like you talked about earlier, uh, realizing that I needed to fuel my body the right way. I was not. And it became real apparent to me. Uh, I went through a period of time where I didn't try to eat anything until nine, a little bit of intermittent fasting, like stopping at kind of seven o'clock at night and going all the way to nine, about 13 hours, 14 hours. I tried that. But then I realized that, you know, if I'm thinking about food and, I, and I'm like the actual hunger is there, I should go ahead and eat. I shouldn't right. just try to set this number, some static number, not listen to my body or try to, you know. Uh, so I really tried to start understanding what was going on in my body. But prior to that, I was waking up and at 5 a.m. I'd get up, make some coffee, and I would get a package of six peanut butter crackers and a package of two Nature Valley uh, oatmeal bars. And that's 13 smart points. And I would eat it and be done eating it by about 5.15, starting on my second cup of coffee. And it was useless. I wasn't full. I didn't need it. I wasn't thinking about food. I was just eating it out of habit. So I eliminated those 13 points out of my day and I realized, man, I got a lot of extra things that I can do with this that are so much better. Right. So I was wondering like, how, how you view the way you did food prior number wise. Like when you started mm -hmm. looking at that, you, you know, Kristen said track your first day and you're like, oh my gosh, this blew it yeah. out. But like, what, what did you really change? The biggest, I would say my breakfast is like the biggest thing that changed. My breakfast used to be cereal with milk, which mm -hmm. I don't know about you. I can eat a bowl of cereal and then be like, yeah, okay. You know, 10 minutes later I could eat something else. Um, and again, all sugar. So I would crash and want something else. Yeah. Um, I never, I mean, I, again, I eat eggs, I eat everything, but I never used to eat eggs for breakfast. Like it just wasn't, I'm like during the week, eat eggs. Like, no, yeah. I'm going to work. How am I going to eat eggs? Like it wasn't even a thought process of like make an egg sandwich and bring it to work and reheat yeah. it. Never. Um, I used to stop when I was pregnant with my second baby, I used to stop in the morning before work and get either a bagel or a muffin like every morning. 
always yeah. just carbs, carbs. Um, so I would say that's the biggest meal that changed. Actually, lunch. I was a big like at, at work. I never brought lunch. I would just order out. So. Mm whether it was even Panera, like I would get maybe the broccoli cheddar soup and a panini, which again, yeah. there's healthy options at Panera. There's low point options, but there's also, you could spend, you know, 40 points without even realizing it. So um, I would say, you know, stuff that I thought again, that was healthy. Oh, I'm going to Panera. What's wrong with that? Soup and a sandwich, you know? Yeah. Um, I would say breakfast and lunch are definitely the things that I changed the most, adding protein. Um, the meal prep is huge. When I was on blue, like on freestyle, um, eggs almost every morning, you know, that in itself was like such a behavior change for me, just like a really fulfilling hearty breakfast to start the day, you know? Yeah. So, so when my WW came out in November, um, you might've been doing it even prior to that because of the ambassador stuff. But, uh, what, what was the draw for you to go with green rather than purple or blue? I actually went with green, um, as like an experiment. Mm -hmm. because I was doing fine on freestyle. Like I was, um, I didn't, I actually hit goal on green. So I was like right at almost that goal. Um, when I was at, I lost my train of thought when I was on freestyle, I was almost at goal. Then they, um, brought the new plan to us to trial. And I was like, let me try green. Why not? Just yeah. as an experiment to see like how it goes. And I realized so quickly, like I said to you before, I eat steak and burgers and a lot of things that aren't zero points for dinner. Um, just because I like having a little bit of variety in my diet or mm -hmm. uh, pasta or something like that. Um, so I learned very quickly, like having the 30 points just allows me the room to eat those things. I would still have the room if I was on blue, but what I would do is if I knew I was having steak at night, I would make sure like my snacks were a little bit more limited during mm -hmm. the day so that I had a good, 10 to 12 points for dinner, you know, yeah. whereas on green now that I'm on maintenance, I get 36 points a day on green. Yeah. So it's like, I have all the room in the world, really. Sometimes it's like too many points on certain days. Um, so that was kind of, I think it's just the variety in my diet. Um, on blue, I would say I was eating like eggs for breakfast because I was like, well, if I make my oatmeal yogurt bowl, it's five points when I can do eggs for two, you know, if I do like a slice of toast or something. So I feel like it was gearing my choices in a certain way. Mm -hmm. um, it definitely was good for me to make like more whole food choices, but I feel that I do that anyway. So green, I just felt like fit me. I, I definitely toy around with changing plans all the time. Um, sometimes I switch my app over to see how I would be doing on any given day, like on the yeah. other plans. Um, I think purple is out of the question for me. <laughs> I just, as curious as I am about it, um, I just don't know. I feel like there's not enough points for me to have like my snacks during the day, you know? So, you yeah, know, I did, I did all three plans. I did all three plans. And I mean, I really am, I feel safe in blue and I feel safe in purple um, because I'm, I'm moderately okay with eating like the potatoes and that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. And I am really good at, just portioning out stuff. I don't go back for seconds just because it's a zero. I would never say right. that. So I understand that. And I know that that's all mindset. That's not, that, that's, you know, so you build in those food behaviors. I think uh, for me, green, when it brings. Hey, once again, that was a great conversation. Thank you for coming on and being with us. Steph is such a great sport. I tell you what, I hated that we got the conversation cut off a little bit, but anyway, you can find her on Instagram. She is 
S-T-E-P-H underscore O-N underscore W-W. That's right, Steph on W-W. Find her there. Thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the W.W. Phil Podcast, your guide to feel good. This podcast is not sponsored or affiliated with W.W. or any other brand. All statements and opinions on this show are those of Phil alone. Those who follow the W.W. program can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Phil has lost weight on a prior program and continues to use W.W.